Father, I thank you for every man, every boy, every male, how you have formed, how you have shaped and molded, molded the top of their heads to the sole of their feet as a thought that came from out of eternity. Father, the thought is very special. Everything about the idea is special. How you form female out of the male is special. The responsibility of the male is special without any burdens on his back. Special. To every male, you are special. The very thought God has concerning you before you enter to your mother's womb, special. Your assignment special. It's not what you have in your pocket, in your wallet, in your account, in earthly knowledge. With all of that being away with, you are still special. Every negative word that was spoken to you, spoken around you, against you, that wasn't for you at the wayside special. You will always have because you're special. You will always be because you're special. You will always succeed because you're special. You will always stand because you're special. You don't trip. That's why you don't trip up. You let things go and you move on because your goal is to carry on what's on the inside of you all the day long. Don't let no digits define who you are as a man. Don't let no job title define who you are as a man. Don't let no place, no personal thing to try to rob you of your uniqueness. You are very special. Every word they try to tear you down, it already have fallen to the ground. You are special. Don't ever think about what is not, what you don't, because you do and you will special. That is not your portion. He may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. No, he's always with you and you want him and he's not even operating in time. You are special. He comes to you concerning your responsibility as a man. Special. Don't you ever tamper with that responsibility by putting it in the hands of a woman. And God only placed it within you to do what you do as a man of God, as a mighty man of valor. What is a mighty man of valor? I'm not going to give you a definition of mighty man, neither valor. Let me tell you where the word itself came from. There was a judge by the name of Gideon. And Gabriel came to Gideon. And he was telling Gideon about his assignment 
about the Midianites. They were the most cruelest clan against the northern and southern kingdom before they even divided. They took their cow, they took their food, they took their women, they took their children, they took everything that can hurt the men and the women. They can take your wife and sleep with her in your face. You can't do nothing about it. But you know God promised you a land flowing with milk and honey while your wife is being in the bed with some other man. While your children are brutally being taken away and hurt and executed. They cutting babies out of the mother's womb. That was a form of execution. They will peel the skin off of your body and watch you cry and groan as if you bear skin as a potato. And Gideon's assignment was to kill the king and to kill them all who was against the children of God. So Gabriel came to Gideon and Gideon said, I, what can I do? I'm the least, what can I do? And Gabriel began to tell him, God says, I am the one who brought you out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Have no other gods before me. I have done many mighty acts. I have spared you guys in the wilderness. I have blessed you with food from the kingdom. I have appeared to you in the cloud as a cloud and day and fire by night, miracle upon miracle, side by side. I have blessed my children. I have given you blessings. I have given you land. I have given you property. I have given you myself. And Gideon's response to all what God said and that beautiful heartfelt message, Gideon's comeback to God was, I heard about what you have done for them who you brought out of Egypt. I wasn't there. I wasn't born. I heard about your mighty acts. But where is this God that I'm hearing about right now? Aren't you still the same today? Or are you just who you were before? Why is he watching us suffer? Where is he right now? And there goes Gabriel's response to that remark. You mighty man of valor. That's where the name came from. Because he was a man in distress. He was told he was stupid for killing the statue that didn't even have life to even live. You murdered our God, they said to him. He killed the statue, they said. He chopped it up and threw it down at night because he was afraid to be caught doing it. And they went to his father. That's why they called him. They give him the name Jerobal. Jerobal means let Baal handle him. Because they wanted to kill Gideon, but his father said, no, if he killed your God, then let your God handle him. And that's why they called him Jerobal. See, Gideon felt like, okay, I'm just a man whose working ends me. I just, you know, trying to get by. 
I want the best in life, but you know, I just keep hitting my head against the wall. It is what it is. I'm going to do all I can so I can stand tall and receive all that you said apparently belong to me. And God heard his frustration. You mighty man of valor. You mighty man of valor. So listen, that's where the name came from. It's a remembrance of who you are. You mighty man of valor. Remember, you mighty man of valor. Never forget. You have to say, I am who God says I am as a man. And I am going to do all that God say I can do. It doesn't matter about how much in your account. It's about how you know how to walk in your shoes. Because you can have a lot of money and be so sick of not even walking in love. You could be a man with a huge company and yet don't even know what's going on above. See, a man that's rich knows what's going on. A man that's rich don't stop praying. A man that's rich don't stop asking. A man that's rich know who he's asking. A man who is rich is not afraid or ashamed to say that God is. A man is not ashamed to admit that he belongs to a God that is not a man. But he's a father. He's a creator. He's a friend. Not afraid to embrace what you cannot naturally see. And yet pull out every part of you intimately to God supernaturally. You mighty man of Bala, you. Don't you let no words tear you down. Don't you let no earthly reality tear you down. Come in the way of your perseverance. Come in the way of your determination. Come in the way of your life. You keep on living life because God has so much more he's giving you right now. Don't you give up right before your breakthrough. Don't you give up before it comes to you. Don't you turn around when God has it right in front of you. Now you keep on stepping because the people that looks like they're doing better than you is not to say that they're doing least than you. You just keep doing what you know you should be doing and you watch what God do for you. It's not no compete and compare what you have, what you don't have, what you want to grab or not grab or do have or don't have. You know who you have. You know who you belong to. You know who your God is. God speaks to you, God communes with you, God loves you, God honors you because you live for him. You can be in the streets, you can do anything you want to do and be who you ever want to be. But you decide to declare and decree that the greater one is on the inside of you, for greater is he. Don't you cry. Don't you pout. Don't you argue. Don't go in that bathroom away from others and break down. Don't you give up doing good. Don't stop caring about doing what's right. Sometimes you have to tell people not right now. 
And for the things that you know you would never do again, nah, I'm okay. You don't owe no man nothing but to love them. Know who your real boys are. Your boys are your boys. They don't mind holding you if you just need a hug. They can hug you. You know that's okay, right? It's not just, can I watch the football game? Can we eat some pork skins? Or can we, you know, drink a couple of beers or whatever, ciders or whatever you may do, how you do what you do. But let me tell you, none of that is even close to what God does while he's always with you and watching you. Know that God is not a boy, neither is he a man. But when it comes to refraining and standing and saying and proclaiming who he is, that's your boy. Remaining, saying, claiming he's your boy. That's a reminder to remain. He got your back. Refrain from anything that's trying to tell you the opposite of that. You don't have to have a crowd of men around you. But if you happen to, just know which ones are really for you. No more of, I know, but I can't trust. Anybody you can't trust, I'm not going to say cut anyone off. Give them over to God. If you have a friend, keep your friend. Don't lose sight of who are your real friends. But if you are married... And you have children. No friendship can never supersede in the earth regarding humanity as those who live in the same house as you. Because no one is with you more than they are. No one got you much as they do. Because they are a part of you. Don't ever be too busy for your family. Don't ever hide things from your family. Because they got you. Stop thinking because you're a man, you have to be strong. No. When you are weak, there goes his strength that keeps you standing. Don't think about money. Don't think about things. Don't think about places. Think about how glad it is, how glorious it is, how just... Marvelous it is how glad you should be to know that you exist here. My words are rich to me that I'm trying to make sense. Please make sense of what I'm saying to you. You are important. You are somebody. And every woman here needs you. Every daughter, niece, grandmother, mother, 
any woman in the form of how she is here needs every single one of you. Satan is very threatened of you. That's why he's after all of you. And many of the times he tried to use us to break you. And it seemed like it works sometimes with the nagging or the bragging or the asking without giving, the arguing, the fussing, the fighting, the no acknowledging, the slamming things down. It's a hindrance. And we give it over to God by laying that care down. Because we no longer care to do that. To honor. To love. To respect. To uplift. Because you've been torn down too long. You will be nobody. You're always dumb. You're fatherless. Nobody wants you. You beneath the other average. And you're smart. Why do you think God allows slavery to take place? The Africans was not the only slaves. Indians were slaves. Hispanics were slaves. Just about every culture was slaves. But there's something about the black race. No form of punishment was as detailed. No plantation was as detailed. No slave trade was as detailed. No betrayal was as detailed. Movies like Roots, Joseph Sinke, which is Amistad and 12 Years, that's just a small piece of how the enemy was after men all along, all along. He didn't care about Eve, Satan. He wanted to get at Adam. That's why he went to her, so Adam could listen. Satan didn't care about no dad going Isaac as no promise, nor Ishmael Hagar, nor Sarah. He was against Abraham's relationship because in the Bible it says he's a friend. He was after the friendship. Let me tell you something about Abraham that you may have not heard. I saw this documentary from an archaeologist. When Abraham was about 9, 10 years old, I don't know where he got this. He said it, but I not to mimic it, you know, repeat it. I don't remember. Abraham's father, he used to sell idols for a living. You know, just false gods, like little small, you know, miniature. Like his store was like pretty much 
would you call it when you going out a souvenir shop? Thank you, God. He sold the idol souvenir shop. Whoever came in town, they go look in the shop and buy just souvenirs of false gods. And one day he decided to ask Abraham to watch it for him. So he's a little boy at the time. So his father comes back and say, what happened to, to the statues? They were broken up. But one big one was just standing there. And Abraham said, well, he must have did it because I, you know, I didn't do it. And his father said, they're fake. They don't have life. They don't have any value. How can they? And Abraham said to his father, exactly. They don't have life. They're fake. They're just statues. Why serve them? <laughs> See, there's a difference with being smart mouth and being filled with wisdom. You can tell the difference when you hear a child filled with wisdom and filled with smart words. <laughs> because it will bring you to a place of remembrance. Like, you got it. You're right. Because I'll never forget that time I was wondering. I just paid rent, utilities, car note, car insurance, and half of my son's school tuition with his dad. And I was like, I don't know what we're going to eat tonight. But, um... I just sat in the living room and I was just like, oh boy. And God had my son to come in here. Are you crying? I'm like, no, I'm not crying. Wiping my eyes real quickly. I know you're not crying, mommy. Didn't you tell me that God always take good care of us? Didn't you say we have everything in here because God has bought it for us? So why are you crying? Did you say he provides for us? He's a kid. And I'm like, you're right. He stirred me up. I'm telling you. I love, love, love it. But men, the devil been after you way before Sodom and Gomorrah. He's just so threatened because God is giving you what he wants. Authority. <laughs> you are a very important person in the home. You see over everybody in the home. You have to Remain the one who hear from God and let everyone know what he's saying to you at home. Us as women should not do all the talking. Now, when it comes to certain things, we may know more. But when it comes to home, when it comes to faith, when it comes to a relationship, no one should be talking more than you because God first came to you for the entire ministry to flow so smoothly.
with the help that he has given you for the family he has provided you with. You are a blessing, you man of God. You, you are such a blessing. You are such a blessing. And to know that those men back in Africa came to America and became African Americans way down for those who were born here down to us. But let me tell you this. There is no other race that could have ever endured such hardship with patience like that. Many have jumped overboard, commit suicide, or been beaten so bad to the point of death or even shot for trying to escape. But there are so many who have held on and kept giving God praise. The Israelites in Egypt cannot even phantom years and years down what they have done to those who came from Africa. And even though Egypt is in Africa, it's still not the same type of punishment. The Israelites were together. They still went home to their families. These Africans didn't know where they were. They were taken from their native land, exiled to America. Don't know what they are saying. Don't know what's going on. All they could think about is their family that's back home. And that they would never earthly see them again. But they will in the kingdom. Now imagine that type of way of living. And if they can endure that, working without pay, gotta hide to get married. And if they find out you are married, they will take your wife or they will rape your wife. If you have too many children, they feel threatened that it's gonna be many of you and tear them up, they separate your family. They call you, whatever they say do, you must do. And all of you live in one little barn in the back of one mansion. Give you the slots from the good food that you have cooked. Feeding animals better than you. Seeing babies who are younger than you be treated more than you. One thing I couldn't stand to hear. That they would pregnate an African-American woman. Just for the mothers who was pregnant at the same time. She didn't want to nurse her baby. Because she wanted to drink. She didn't want to sit and hold her baby or. Whatever reasons they were, so many. But one was she wanted to drink. 
so she would let the slave get pregnant so she can also have milk and let her feed her kid. You would see all kinds of clips of an African breastfeeding a Caucasian kid because the mother didn't want to. So she got in the slave pregnant so she can also have milk. And look how God has paved the way for us today. All the way down to a man with a vision, a dream. That we not be judged by the content of our, I mean, the color of our skin, but by the content of our character. In other words, no one can judge us but God. And men, you all been going through it ever since the beginning of creation here in the earth. And you still stand strong. This is not about no black race, no black history month. This is his story all the day long, God's story. I thank God for all the historical documentation, slideshows, books, and encyclopedias of the Renaissance and all the great entrepreneurs and all those who paved the way being used by God. But this is for all men. Because all men are created from God. I never forget the Million Man March. A lot of men was excited to take their signs. If there ever be another man march, it would not be based upon any culture. It'd be based upon you being a mighty man of valor. So don't ever feel saddened. Don't feel distressed. Don't feel angry. Don't feel and be upset. Feel dismayed. Because you are here for a reason. And it's a great reason. Continue doing what you're doing. So what how much you have? So what if it's a lot or a little bit? It's still a limit. <laughs> Anything that you see naturally is a limit. Because God's going to allow what appears to be going to supersede so much more of that as a reality when you pull from his kingdom. So keep pulling so what you see 
can expand. Because that's his super on the natural that you do see. Because you can see his reality into this earthly reality, which you also see. So don't allow no ways of this world to tear you down. Don't let no one have you to feel like you're not good enough. You don't look great enough. Your posture, your shape, or whatever it is on you is not enough. It's all a lie. You are wonderfully, uniquely, fearfully, miraculously made. And as I'm exalting you, God is exalting me. Because this episode came from the God in me. But I came to him and said, use me. Because I felt a lot of you men feel to break down. Many of you have never cried and crying now. And I've been crying without people knowing you're crying. And going around people like you didn't even cry. You are very special to push past being hurt. Being rejected, lied to, lied on. Even when it came to a paycheck. That paycheck lied to you. (laughs) Because you knew what you have done on that. uh, Them hours on that clock. But guess what? (laughs) The clock never stops. (laughs) And thank God that you're not on their watch. Hallelujah. (laughs) So just enjoy being blessed and favored. You don't have to be jealous of another man. There's only one you. Your name is on everything that God has put your name on. And it all belongs to you. I see my mansion in the kingdom. It doesn't have any walls. It doesn't have any doors. When the words say a church without walls, we're just thinking about expansion, right? Because that means it's open for everybody. No, my mansion don't have any walls. (laughs) My mansion is, is huge. It's very tall. My thought was, how can I get all the way up there? How can I go from this round to that round? That's high. And how can I ask myself, how can I? The thing is, I was trying to figure it out because I couldn't go in because I wasn't home yet. But God just wanted to show me. I saw the furniture, the things hanging on the wall, the beautiful colors. It was very nice. And everybody in the kingdom could see my magic. They can see inside. It's realm upon realm and it's so luxurious. And guess what? That's not the only mansion. You have multiple locations. (laughs) Whatever you think of, it appears in the kingdom. There's no end to space. Because there's no limit to nothing. Whatever you think it appear. See, we think about living here, it could get crowded. Not there. Hallelujah. 
So, every man, every man, I feel to say happy anniversary. Because when God said to Gideon, mighty man of valor, that was sort of like God really allowing him to see the realms that surround him with the words that God spoken concerning him. Which is you. Every word there's a route. Because it goes on the inside and it comes on the outside. It circles from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Rounds. It radiates around you. Every word is a beam of light. Don't ever see yourself beneath anymore. Always see yourself above. Don't ever make no excuse as to why you can't love, why you can't be patient, watch your mouth, can't come home, can't stop cheating, can't stop hitting, can't stop, you know, being in control, can't stop wanting your way, not wanting to say what you ought to say, not wanting to be home, always want to make an excuse to leave. Don't ever have that again for you. You don't ever have to lie about anything. Enjoy what God is doing in your life, you mighty man of valor. You are very special. Don't ever hate going home. Don't ever hate going to work. Don't ever hate where you are. Because that means you hate who you are. And you hate the one who created you. If you hate you. It's one thing to see a woman cry. But to see a man cry who's trying so much to do what he know to do. And it seemed like it's not happening as he wanted to. Why don't you start celebrating you? Why don't you give yourself some self-love, some self-care too? Why don't you do something special for you? You're not created to take care of anybody. God created you so he can take care of you and everybody too. But don't neglect yourself to lift up everybody else. You are also included too. Don't neglect your feet. Don't neglect your knees. Don't neglect no part of you. 
Don't neglect. Don't neglect how you think. Don't neglect what you like, what relaxes your mind, what eases your mind. I see someone about to take a trip. I see luggage. I see preparation, celebration. And you're very excited for the occasion. I know who you are. (laughs) I know who you are. (laughs) I'm not going to lie and say I don't know who it is. I'm seeing this vision for God's giving me the word regarding you, wisdom. You have kingdom wisdom. God says he's gathering. The devil tried to destroy you. Thank God that I'm in a new covenant. Because I made a big mistake, just like Eve did, Sarah, regarding identity. And you had to go through was unnecessary because of it. I thank God for forgiveness. I thank God for a brand new start. And most importantly, I thank God that that's not it for us. I thank God that there is another chance. Because for Eve, there wasn't. Regarding the punishment, but Christ is the hope of glory that was set before them. That he had to have that set before him. Because of Adam, we fell. It's not because of Christ we fell. It's not because of Adam we got up. It's because of Christ we got up. And because of us getting up, I have a right to stay up. 
Because even though we had a new covenant, it still didn't change what God said concerning us. There's still pain. I'm saved. You're saved. And we still experience pain. It hurts to give birth. God giving that to her. And yet I'm in a new covenant. It still hurts. <laughs> we still experience toothaches, body aches, headaches. Then we plead the blood as a remembrance. It didn't go anywhere. It's just that we have to remember that we don't have to receive that. But it still exists. Because the father of lies is still here. I'm just so glad that Christ had us in this generation right after we have risen. <laughs> you understand? I'm excited that I don't have to live in the way I was permanently. Neither do you. I thank God that Sarah gotten her promise and they moved on. And so am I receiving you and we're moving on. And I would never, ever allow the devil to trick me again regarding any person, place, or thing, especially you. It was more times than an average time that I have felt the chastisement because of my decision making. Same as Eve, same as Sarah. It's a torture that you don't even want to talk about. That chastisement felt like torture because you begin to realize and recognize that you know the difference, not new, you know the difference from right and wrong and voluntarily became a snare to the enemy. became a victim to the trap. Caught in his snare and became his snare. And thank God, no longer am I there. Not at all. Thank you. I see you dress for your hometown and you have luggage. That's nothing but God showing me symbolically that I will be marrying you soon. And it's God's soon and not you and I to assume. <laughs> But it's his soon. Hallelujah. Not our soon. His soon is better. 
His soon doesn't mean far away. His soon means at any time. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I would have never encountered what complete happiness is, joy is, without fulfilling with you. I would have never known who I really am if I didn't submit to God's will. All that I know now, I would not have known still. But I do. I am rich because of it. I am free from death. I am free from lies. I am free. chains holding me. No more thinking about what it could have been. I love you. I really, really love you. <laughs> so you as a man you are a mighty man of valor. Why? Because the same God that Gabriel was talking to Gideon about regarding the Israelites and what he has done in his covenant with them, the same covenant keeping God for you because he did not and he will not ever lie to you. So you are indeed a mighty man of valor. You, you are amazing. You're incredible. <laughs> I really have to watch what I say to you. Because you run with it. <laughs> yeah. I say, I like how you look in those shirts. There goes the following service. Wow. <laughs> and there's a look that's in your face. You know, like, I did this for you. Oh, I see it. 
I know it. <laughs> oh, God. I'm in love with you. I'm not with you for no other reason but because God first loved me. I'm not going to ever say I don't when I do. <laughs> Regarding anything I do have, I do want, I do fulfill, I do want you. <laughs> I do receive when it's time to receive you. I do appreciate you. I do. I really do love you. Thank you for rekindling your love for me. I was so ashamed. I didn't know what to say to you. I was like, how can I face this man? I don't know what to say. I'm too embarrassed. What do he think of me? How does he think of me? And now I know how you think of me. Because it's not what works. Your thoughts are in your deeds. Thank you. We're going to celebrate and we're going to celebrate from this day forward. And I mean celebrate. But when I really come alongside with you, we're going to celebrate. You understand me? <laughs> because I want to celebrate you. Because I've given this all back to God. And he gave me back a greater measure to release unto you. Because he appreciates you saying yes. Because you could have said no. You said yeah. You better say yes. I ain't playing with you. <laughs> I'm not talking trash. No. <laughs> no. I'm just saying you better say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, okay, well, I'm back. Okay. Oh, God. I'm talking trash. Let me stop. <laughs> I would never. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm like, oh, dad. I'm not playing. He didn't care if mama's with somebody. <laughs> so, and. But I'm not even thinking like that because that's not my story. And I thank God it's not. <laughs> because <laughs> I went to pick my face up off the floor. <laughs> messing with you yeah I heard you and I heard you well not to take your emotions your feelings your thoughts your love for granted and I never will I know you won't with me either I trust you I release unto you my hundred percent regarding everything I don't have to wait to be at an altar to say what's in my heart concerning you because it's just not for the day. It's every day that I breathe. I love you. My love grows for you. And I'm so proud of myself. I can look at you. I can look at you and don't think no thoughts like that. Nah, it still happens. <laughs> it felt good to say that. But you know, God just say, Quenisha, okay. <laughs> I had to be honest. 
I'm not going to lie to you. Even if I tried to lie, it won't work. Did you go to the store? Yeah, I did. No. <laughs> Hell, I can't lie to you. No, not to nobody. But it's like there's a there is something in me that you just reach that place, that pot, that point that is just it, it can't. I can't go along with that. Mm-mm. Yeah. I love you for who you are. You are amazing. I want more from you. I want something new. Yeah. A new word, a new song, a new something, a new picture. I want something new. I mean, I passed all my midterms. Can you, you know, give me a present like for that? And a present is a picture of you. Something new to celebrate my accomplishment. Yeah. I would like that. I would love to have you. But I'd rather wait for that. Thank you, God. There is no fussing or fighting in my walk. Neither is there in yours. I made a statement in the beginning of preparation one day. I said to Sister of Christ, the mouth that he has, we if, huh, we were married, we would have been in that thing fighting. And I never forget how she looked at me like, huh? I didn't expect you to say something like that. I was thinking about you while thinking about the last relationship I was in, the marriage. It was physical sometimes. And I thought, you know, I got so sick of it. And I cannot put that on you. And I would never do that to me. And you know I am free. I would never put myself in the hands of my enemy ever again. So let me stand up. Physically stand up. I'm standing up. (laughs) And I'm saying, I love you. Thank you. Let me sit back down. (laughs) Because I'm tired. I have two rehearsals tonight. No, one meeting, one rehearsal. I'm just going to rotate both. But I want to really say, I love you, love you, love you. God bless you, Buka. I'm going to shut down. Hold on. This wasn't just for you. It's for the men. Oh, gosh. You guys, I love you guys, too. Oh, they probably like, it's all good. I mean, you all right. <laughs> That's why I love you guys. You know, it's so amazing. You guys don't really, you know, men are like this. You could be in a car, someone turned and, you know, made a wrong turn. And the guys in the car are like, oh, it's all good. It's okay. It's all right, you know, just make a turn right there. Yeah, get back on, yeah, yeah, get back on point, yeah. Yep, that's all right, you got it. Now let that be us, and he make a wrong turn. <laughs> no, you didn't. See, now we're going to be late. <laughs> I don't even want to go anymore. We can go, I'm going to fight it now today. <laughs> oh, God, I come against all the nagging that us ladies do, for us who do, <laughs> and all the... You know, the insecurities and all those things. You know, those are issues. We cast all those things down in them as feet. 
I love you, sweetie.